since our last one? Uh, just two. We missed last week. It's just two. When we last recorded, I think, what, both my kids were sick or just one kid was sick at that time? I think one kid, kid was sick. Okay, so one kid had the flu and she missed a week of school because of it. Yeah. And then followed directly after with the, another kid having strep throat. Yeah. So that's been my life right now. But finally, all the kids are on the mend. And then every time you ask me, hey, we podcast tonight, and I always go in theory, because my goal is always to, yes, I'd love to. I always want to. Yeah. But sometimes you know how life just gets in the way, right? So, of course, today I go. I had to go drop off some of the kids at school, and I'm taking the Jeep, and of course it has, all of a sudden, it starts rattling like crazy, just a rattle like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. I was like embarrassed to be dropping off kids. <laughs> that sounded so awful. It sounded worse when you were just sitting in idle versus driving it. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So when you said, are we doing it? I was like, depends on how quick I get this repair done. <laughs> so, yeah. No, uh, then I go pick up kids from school, get back, start diagnosing what's wrong with it. Luckily, it's something. it was something really simple. It was just an idle or pulley. Just a pulley that had to get replaced. Oh. A quick swap. Yeah. But I do this thing where I call the auto parts store and I go, do you have, because I don't trust online. I just don't trust it. Yeah. Because I want them to go actually put their physical hand on the part I need. Go get it. Hold yep. it. I'll be up and come get it. So I call the guy. Hey, you got this pulley? Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay, well, we'll be up there in like five minutes. Get up there. Hey, well, I called you like five minutes ago for this part. Oh, yeah, I didn't go grab that. Hold on one second. Oh. He goes and grabs that. Goes, yeah, nope that that's not the right part. That's not it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, what do we need? Okay, and he he didn't know the difference between two different types of pulleys. And he yeah. works there. That's his job. Yeah, he works at the auto parts. Didn't know the difference between the two. <laughs> and then of course he goes, oh, oh yeah, we don't have that one then. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, oh my god. That's why I called. That's why I called. to eliminate that problem exactly. So then we go across the street because of course. It seems like at least where I live, wherever you have an auto parts store, there's another one like directly across the street or just oh, a yeah. block out or something like that. So go to the next one. He goes back. He pulls out a part. And I go, can you take it out of the box just to confirm it's the right one? He takes it out of the box. It's definitely not the right one. <laughs> I go, oh, my God. He goes, oh, hold on. I think I got the wrong part number. I'll be right back. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He goes back. Finally. Finally get the right part. And again, Jay, I'm talking about, it's, again, a five-minute swap out. It's nothing. It's it's a big nothing burger is what it is. <laughs> it took longer to get the part. It took longer to get the part. Well, it, it, just, it was a matter of just getting a second opinion uh, with my brother-in-law. I was like, hey, I said it could have been the one of the two pulleys. I wanted your ears to listen. I think it was, I thought it was the idler, but just tell me it's because I don't want it to be the wrong, I, I don't want it to be the wrong one. Yeah. He's like, no, no, I agree with you. It's, it's this one, definitely this one. So I'm like, okay, cool. So then we actually do the, we start to rip it apart. So I was like, hey, we take this belt off. We're, we're pot committed. I got to get a new pulley put on there. Take it apart. The thing just fell apart. Like it, oh. there's a ball, there's a ball bearing in there. Yeah. Some of the ball bearings had melted onto the engine. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then a couple are probably on the highway, I guess. He's yeah. like, you're lucky you got home, dude. I don't know how you got, I was like, he's like, how'd you even get to my house? And mind you, he lives like what? Five blocks away. Yeah. <laughs> like i don't know man i don't know so let's see so kids are on the men nice easy fix on the car and then uh yeah that's it <laughs> that's it just trying to survive trying to survive yeah we 
we had a little bout of sickness here too last week. Oh, yeah? uh, I woke up in the middle of the night, middle of the week, with the worst stomach pains, like that just horrible gas that just won't leave. Hmm. Okay. And it kept me up for hours. I didn't go to the gym that day. I didn't sleep very much, so I just I took the day off work. I'm like, I'm I'm sick. I'm not going to be in. Okay. I slept for like eight hours on the couch that day. Yeah. Um, fine the next day. So I'm just going along by the weekend. Aaron's like, my throat hurts. Oh, I'm like, Oh no. And then the next morning I wake up, my throat's hurting too. None of the kids had anything. No, just, well, I don't know. We didn't get tested. I mean, we just stayed in and dealt with it. So, uh, she hasn't slept very well this week, but I think she's, just about fully recovered, and I am. Quick illnesses, but they just suck. Yep. Nope. Need spring break to get here so we can stop getting these kids around other kids. Yeah. Stop bringing home their grossness. Yeah, but by the time we get to spring break, it'll be back in like the 20s. I don't know. I don't know. I thought I told you about my sister's situation. Did I tell you about my sister's situation? I think we talked about it last time. Yes. Okay. Y- yeah. Did we talk about the injustice of it all? Maybe... Well, I just, I thought I wanted to get your opinion. It just seems so unjust because they totaled out her car. They totaled it. Yeah. They, we were waiting to hear if they totaled it. They totaled it. Yeah. I'm like, that's just, so over $13,000 in repair is what was quoted. $13,000 in repair. Wow. And so they just, no, they totaled it and they told it for like seven. I'm like this. So you go from owning a car outright with no payment at all. And you're going to give me seven grand and I have to go find a car and now I have a car payment. Yeah. What? what? They, they're going to pay you. It's, in, it. it's injustice. It's an injustice and it pisses me off. And I hate it. I hate it so much. It's just not, it's just not right when you're the victim and you get, and you get shafted on it, man. And they give her $7,000, but like the county probably charged her at least double that for, for the car, for the value of it. Yeah. Oh, as far as personal property, yeah. oh, I, I have no idea. Yeah, so that's well. That's like that's that's the other crux of the situation is you go get a newer car. Well, your property tax, your personal property tax, because we live in that state that has one. Yep, that's going to go skyrocket if you get anything newer than what you had, and then your insurance on a newer car, even if it's a, even if it's used, but it's a newer used car, insurance is going to skyrocket. Property tax is going to skyrocket. It's just, it's such a, it's a kick. It's yeah. a kick right in the nuts. <laughs> it really is. It's just, it's horrible. Yeah. What can you do? It's life. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks. I hate it. I hate it for him. And then it was like, it was a kid that did it. I thought we talked about that. Yeah. Time. It was a kid. And I guess it's just, Hey, it's, we're older. It's our turn to take the, take the, uh, take the brunt of the situation versus when you're a kid and you cause the accident. You know? Yeah. <sighs> they, this this learning experience for them, and it's a rite of passage or something like that, I guess. And we as society have to pick up the difference, I guess. <laughs> it's kind of how I guess you have to look at. It. We we have to pick so, up the insurance bill. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. So, yep, it stinks though. I I, I don't know. I, I also don't want to be that person that just wants to whine and complain about it because I also I don't have a solution to it. I don't know of a better system. I don't know what out there makes it better. You know? Yeah, but that's why we're such a litigious society. Is that when we're there, there's an injustice. You got to go figure it out. Yep. <laughs> go get your justice, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. What would Batman do? Beat the crap out of that kid. <laughs> John John Wick would probably kill his parents. <laughs> Batman would just 
make the problem go with his money because that's his superpower. He's rich. Yeah. <laughs> so. so. All right. So let's see. Here. I'll, I'll, Since we last talked, you said that we needed to. What, what are what are our headlines, or do we have a topic? Uh, we could do both. Okay. All what right. Well, first off, I got a Mother's Brewing Company, MILF. They changed the name of it. It used to be MILF. Now they call it Matter Familia, but it's a barrel-aged stout. This is one I've had for six years. Been letting it sit there and age. Oh, it's so good. So it's from Brothers Brewing? Mother's Brewing in Springfield. Oh, Mother's Brewing. Springfield, Missouri or yep. Illinois? Uh, Missouri. So I, th- I think they still make Matter Familia. I was picking it up, but I hadn't seen it in a couple years now that I think about it. Um, 11% ABV, 50 IBUs. Yeah. Solid beer. I, this is a five. One of those five, really... Five yeah. last time we had a five or two. Mm, I don't remember what I had last time. I don't remember either, but I'm pretty sure it was a five or though. Yeah. yeah. That was like really, those were super high. So I've always been a fan of this beer and would pick it up whenever I saw it. So yeah. Okay. So, all right, so there's our beer beer of the episode. And there's our interruption yeah. of the episode. I know, I have an interruption. We haven't had an interruption in a while. I no. locked my door. <laughs> go, go. But Daddy! What? One of my drawers broke. One of your drawers broke? Yeah, on your thing, because you don't, yeah, I know. I have to fix it. Yeah. Go. Go play, go play Ninja Turtles with Brody. Stop breaking stuff. Yeah, stop breaking stuff. I already fixed one thing, and I'm not fixing another thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> You have to fix my dresser, and then you had to fix my bed. What's wrong with your bed? Mommy said I need a new bed. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bye-bye. Good night. Go play. Hugs. Hugs. Good night. Bye. Good night. Okay. She wanted to play Ninja Turtles on the PS4 earlier, and I was like, it's Thursday. She goes, ugh. Your stupid podcast. <laughs> I was like, hey, nine people are relying on this to get them through the week. <laughs> that is, that's the general reception around here, too. I'm like, it's Thursday night. I'm going to go podcast. Really? It's like, can you not last one evening without me? Like, could you guys just not survive? I mean, what happened if I had to travel for work and I was gone for an extended period? What would happen? That's what I want to know. Hey, I already cleaned up dinner. No one helped me. So this is what I get. Dude, that's why I'm late. I had I'm eating it on the pocket, which I shouldn't be doing, but cooked, I had to cook dinner. I was busy fixing the car, came in, made dinner, had to put some dishes away, clean up. No one helps. No one does anything. No. Because <laughs> if, if I don't do it tonight, it'll be left for the morning after they go to school. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So, all right. Before our interruption, all right. what was our topic? All right. Or, so, whatever we're doing. <laughs> let, let's fly through some uh, quick news stuff. Um, okay. The Marvel's alternate ending. Did you see that they were going to kill Captain Marvel off? I did not. And it's actually it was actually filmed? Um, I don't think so. I think they changed it. I'm pulling up the article real quick. It's been a few days since I looked at it. Yeah, Carol Danvers was going to die battling whoever, uh, Darbin, who was the bad guy in it. Let's see. It doesn't look like they filmed it, but that that was what they were going to do it, originally. It, it, that was the one that she was like the Ronin knockoff? Kind of, yeah. The the new accuser. So there was always going to be an epic death just because of the terms of it. I just so, think in terms of bringing that story... She was supposed to... So she was... And they wanted her to die because they were like, let's try to set up Ms. Marvel and take over? I don't know. 
It, it doesn't give a lot of details about it. I think I think it would be stupid. I mean, okay. she's not really the best character they've done in the movies, but they're still put something with her. Well, let's 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 also talk about this. Is probably the biggest headline since we last podcast mm-hmm. was they released Madam Web. Yes. Did you go see it, or did you plans had plans to go see it? No, no plans whatsoever. So did you you saw it or had plans? No, neither. We were planning not to see it. Oh, I thought you was. But you said yes. <laughs> oh no, no, we we had no plans to see it. We anyway, were, sorry. Yeah. Okay. I I'm in the majority that did not see it. I know that. It says the internet is obsessed with Madam Web. It's the new Morbius. It's the new Morbid time. Yeah, <laughs> That's what it is. I didn't realize that the screen there's four screenwriters on this. Ooh, four. That's a bad sign Why right there. Why do you need that many people to write a movie? Beyond me, that's when you know it's in trouble. It sold seventeen million dollars worth of tickets. Is what I'm reading here as a headline. Jeez. Seventeen mil. It's it's beyond a bust. Yeah, it, it's awful. The two two of the stars, the uh, what's her name, Dakota Johnson, yeah, as Madam Web, yeah, and the uh, Sydney Sweeney character. I think she played Julia Carpenter. Yes, correct. Yeah. And then I forget the name. What's what's Madam Web's actual name in the in the comic? I have no clue. I think she actually used that name. Um, they thought this movie was part of the MCU. They yes. thought they were joining the MCU. Yeah, it's not even part of the Tom Holland Spider Verse. No, at all. It's not part of that. I don't even know if it's part of the Tom or the uh, Tom Hardy Venom Verse is what I want to call that. I don't know if it's part of that or not. Like, I don't know if there's any spoilers in regards to how to link those together. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I I think they were planning on it, like everything they're doing to be in the same universe. But I don't know. After how this does, they might not want to. Oh, because they named her Cassandra Webb, and I don't I don't remember if that's actually her name. Um, yeah, I don't know for Madam Webb. Um, because of course they changed her from how she's in the com- in the comics. She's a decrepit old blind lady. Yeah, is connected to actual webs. <laughs> yeah, uh, they call it like the loom of life or something like that, or the web of life, I guess. Yeah. Um, but total from box office mojo as of today, from what I'm seeing online, uh, it has made 54 million worldwide. Whew. Not good for a comic book movie, but mm. I will go to see mm. in comparison. Let's see, not good for a big budget movie either. I, I, well, I don't know what the budget was to be honest with. You. I'm trying to see if it'll give me that on Box Office Mojo. Um, it I should. Know I where I would look to see what the what the budget was. My my Excuse guess me. would be around two hundred million to make it in market. Okay. Now, in comparison, now mind you, it hasn't reached its full run yeah. or its full release yet at this point. Morbius made 167 million. And I think Morbius is taking on the role of it's so bad; it's trying to a cult classic because of how bad it is. They also re-released Morbius in the theaters because of the meme that came out, and everyone and they Sony mistook it for people being excited to go watch it again. <laughs> it's Morbin time, baby. Yeah, Morbin time. Um. So yeah, no, it's 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 again one sixty seven worldwide for a full two releases, right? Yeah, fifty four million is where this one's. It's not even to the halfway point. No. Now, mind you, it came out last Wednesday, right? Are we a week removed from the fourteenth at this yeah. point? Yeah, yeah, it was just yeah. a week. So they've only had a week's worth of runtime, and I'm thinking it might get some. It might get a boost because of how 
much people are saying how bad it is, people might want to go watch it just to see how bad it is. One of those kind of movies. I I think um, at one point people would have done that, but now in the post COVID world, they won't go to the theater for it because they won't go to the uh, theater for yeah. a good movie. Yeah. Who wanted this movie to begin with is what I'm asking. I, I was not clamoring for a Madam Web movie. I, they used every Spider Girl character, and, and yep. sorry, Spider Woman, Spider Girl, female Spider. They wanted to use everything, and they didn't even include the original, the most important Spider Girl of all, Jessica Drew. She wasn't anywhere to be found in this movie. Yeah. Why did we get this movie? And why did you want the people connected to Morbius to be part of this movie? Or were they just too far into the process and they said, screw it? Let it go. Let it let it run, and we'll, we'll have to kind of get back to the drawing board after the fact. Yeah, I don't know because the the way they're picking characters to do really has me puzzled. Venom, I understand. Venom, I get. Morbius, and, and, eh. and, and, you, and, you can, and you roll Carnage into it. Yeah, right. Yeah, Morbius. Eh, okay, I at least know a Morbius. No, Morbius. No, no one knows who Morbius is. At least with. Jessica Drew. Yeah, I'm sorry. No one knows who Jessica Drew is besides us. Yeah, you know, comic people. They're not gonna know yeah. either. Venom people might recognize. They'll just recognize the Black Spider-Man suit because that yeah. was around, right? And that was popular for a hot minute in the '90s, right? Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, man. I, again, I don't know if I said this. Did I say this out loud. What the budget was for Madam Web? No. Eighty mil. Eighty. Okay. Eighty million dollars. Um. And they still haven't. <laughs> they haven't even made. They haven't gotten back from. Like, they haven't broken even yet. Yeah, but that that gap is even. That gap is a lot closer than I thought it was. Oh, as far as the gap between yeah. uh, flopping below budget versus yeah. making at least make breaking even on it. Yeah, I don't know, man. What the bad reviews are after the first week, and I guess that that's the reason why the embargo was lifted one day before the release came <laughs> out, as far as the critic embargo or the review embargo. So yeah. It's thirteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes and twenty six percent on Metacritic. Yeah, three point one. Or sorry, three point seven on IMDb. Oof. I will say this: that you have Mary Parker is in it, and she's giving birth to Peter, I believe, in the movie. I've seen that spoiler. No, oh. but I don't know if it's the Peter that would be Tom Holland Peter. Because I thought they're not the same universe. So okay. okay. Yeah. Our Spidey. No, well, yeah, because everyone's speculating. Is it the Tom, or is it uh, Andrew Garfield? Is it Tobey Maguire? Oh, okay. Well, because yeah, and it's set in the '90s, and I saw online on a clip of a review from someone the only the only specific reason that it was set in the '90s is because they wanted to use the uh, the song "Garbage." I think that's on the soundtrack or something mm. like that. The old cl- classic '90s hit from uh, was it who? Garbage did what song? What was the name of it? Um, you know what I'm talking about. They only had one hit. <laughs> I can't think so, of what it is now. But uh, So Emma Roberts played Mary Parker. I don't think Richard Parker was in the movie. But Uncle Ben was in the movie. Mm. But it's not an old Uncle Ben. It's, right. I, I gotta look up the whole cast. Um, Let me see if I can... Well, and didn't they like try to like pull in from the spider-man mythos with ezekiel and the spider totems correct yeah and that's from the straczynski run and if i remember correctly wasn't ezekiel didn't he turn out to be somebody though wouldn't he been or wouldn't he been riley or something or i don't remember i think i gave up it's on so it. long ago uh imdb madam yeah i just wanted to because that's the only part that i would have 
been like, oh, this is kind of cool. We got all these little hints of yeah. some characters that we hadn't seen. Like Mary Parker. We only had we did have Mary Parker for a brief moment in um Andrew Garfield's. Okay. Yeah. So we had her there. And they even dipped into the whole their spies kind of thing, I think, or part of Shield. I I think they hinted at that if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think they did too. Um because let's see, uh, I'm trying to see the names on here. Yeah, Ezekiel was. Only, I'm just trying to see if there was any like hints of somebody else in the movie. I, yeah, because they have Ben Parker and Mary Parker. And I always forget. Do you remember who's related to who? Like, is it Aunt May is the sister of Richard, or who's related to who? I want to say it was. It has to be right because it's on the father's side with the last name, so it had to be Richard Parker, either Ben's his brother or, or Mary or uh, mm. May's his sister. Right? I, I guess so. I never really thought about it too much. I always assumed it was the two girls, and I think that was because of that horrible Mark Miller Trouble series that came out in the early two thousands, where they went to the camp with. Oh, I don't even. I don't even remember the details of it. I think I blocked it out. It was so bad. Let's see. After the death of brother-in-law and his wife, May and her... Okay, so it's you're right. The way I read this, then, it's Mary and May are sisters. Yeah. Okay, so Mary and May... That's the relationship between the, those two couples. Okay, I, that's what I was trying to figure out there. And check this out. Uh, Sydney Swinney wasn't even Julia Carpenter. She's Julia Cornwall in the movie. So they didn't even use Julia Carpenter's name. Oh, wow. In, in, and then, oh, Carrie Bechet was in it. That's, who's Constance? I don't know, but I'm a huge Carrie Bechet fan. I think she's an amazing actress. I have no um, clue who she is. You do, because you've seen Red State. So okay. She was the, the main, one of the main characters in Red State. Okay. Um, trust me, she's a fantastic so, actress. Someone I would know if I saw him. Correct. Yeah, yep, absolutely. You'd recognize her. Um, although you still have let me down and not watched the series of Halt and Catch Fire, which you need to watch at some point in your life. Yeah, I haven't yet. Definitely need to watch that. Um, regardless, sorry, I tangented there for yeah. a, a brief moment. So that was the big news I wanted to hit on was Madame Web. It turns out that it was awful. Yeah. <sighs> the hmm. Marvels, and then I, and then you hear about this with Madame Web. The comic book movies are just not doing very well right now. Uh, yet Aquaman two that no one watched. It's yeah. Be an HBO in no time. Maybe but, it'll be okay. I think you liked you liked the Marvels a lot more than I did. I just didn't care for it. Yeah. Um, but you can't say it's your free, your your favorite. No, oh no, <laughs> no. no. I mean, it's middle of the road compared to what we've gotten. But yeah, I mean, there's. I I think we're about to hit a resurgence with both Marvel and DC. Well, we get something. I, I, it's just not looking great. That's for sure. Um, yeah, but we but at least. All right, sorry, I I think I, I hijacked your news headline. No, that's all right. In there a little bit. No, because we that, to review a movie we haven't even seen. <laughs> see, we we can jump off that though to the Fantastic Four cast, which was announced, which was exactly who we talked about. Yeah, but we talked about it last time. I thought, or no, the news was it was officially released on Valentine's Day. Yes, and there was rumors that they that Marvel wanted it done on that day to try to mask over the bad performance of Madden Web. I'm like, I think it's just you just had the news just releasing on an important day. Yeah, people are well, whatever. They they also released it with that pulp looking image of the of the cast, mm-hmm. kind of giving a throwback. Almost, I don't want to say it's Valentine Day feel, but it like a feel good type image, mm-hmm. kind of like in that like Norman Rockwell style. Yep. 
Um, but what everything I'm hearing is we have our cast. Doctor Doom's going to be in it. We don't know who he's going to be yet. Um, it's set in the '60s, and there's a chance that Reed Richards is going to be Hank Pym's professor in college. Hmm. Are they going to de-age Michael Douglas? Maybe. No, they've done it once already. He can't be. He he has to be way up there. Oh, he's way way up there. Late seventies, I think. So okay, yeah. I'm excited about all the casting, probably except for Pedro Pascal as. I just don't see it, and I'm not mad about it. And it's not like I I guess what I'm saying is I just don't like it because I just don't see it. But otherwise, I'm not like pissed off about it. I'm like I'm not going to the internet and shouting into the void. You know what I mean? And pounding my fist against the wall. No, not Pedro. No, (laughs) that's not what I'm getting at there. But I just don't see him fitting in that role. Yeah, I just don't. There's two two things going against him right now. Is he doesn't have the look of Reed Richards from the comic book. He always comes off as like kind of a tall, lanky guy. Mm-hmm. And Pedro Pascal isn't. That's why uh, John Krasinski was, seemed like the perfect guy because he looked tall and lanky in the office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the other thing, I think we're going to get burnt down on Pedro Pascal with all the stuff he's doing. Yeah, I don't disagree. Uh, but I'd rather him focus on, at this point, Last of Us. I mean, if, yeah. he, if he's dropping off of Mandalorian because he's just wants to be done with it okay i guess he's gonna drop off at that at some point he's um, one of three guys playing the role right now yeah um i, I who I, i'd be curious of who else was up for the role i, I guess if krasinski just wasn't gonna be they're like no we're moving on that was just a fan that was just fan service and, yeah and dr strange cool who else was really up for the role because if we're just going back to the well because we just know pedro's a good and pedro's a great actor he's, he's yes very he's much fine. so I, I'm a, I'm a fan of his, but again, he just doesn't fit the role in my mind. When I think of, like you said, when I think of Reed Richards, I don't see that. I didn't see Miles Teller as that as that either. And I understand they were going for something different. And when I thought of Miles Teller as, as Reed, I'm like, okay, they're going for the ultimate, yeah, uh, ultimate universe version of him. If I think of it in those terms, okay. But now what you tell me is that we're the expectation is that the movie's going to be set in the '60s, 1960s. I know we're in a. I know we're in 2024. 1960s, though, if you're gonna set it during that time. That's not who Reed Richards was. No. It just wasn't. I'm sorry. No. And if you want to do it different, fine. I, it doesn't bother me. But don't set it in the 60s. It makes no sense. And that's why I'm saying either do something brand new, where we don't have a preconceived notion of how Reed's supposed to look or act or be, because that's not Pedro. Pedro just doesn't come off as the shy you know he's a leading he's a leading man guy yeah. where reed was never really a leading or a leading man he's not he, he he's the i guess he's the head of the family if you want to call it that but he's not the head of marvel like he's not marvel's hey when when galactus is coming reed's gonna be the guy that saves the day no reed will come up with the plan to save the day someone else will execute the plan it's kind of how i look sue, at it. sue will execute it yeah yeah you're right yeah so I I don't know I I will have to withhold judgment, and I I like Pedro. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. Let, let's let's wait and see. Maybe we'll be blown away. I can't wait for the first trailer. I think I'm gonna be blown away by the first trailer. Yep. Maybe we're setting it back in the '60s because then we're talking about the age of the atom, and this is how we're gonna introduce our mutants. 
It could be. And knowing Marvel, they'll probably do something where maybe they get stuck in status and when they come out in the current age, they haven't aged at all. Or yeah. go to the negative zone or something. Oh, there you go. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I don't know. I, I don't know, man. It's just disappointment after disappointment. Yeah. With uh, with what's going on, I just, I just hope they do better in regards to performance. Um, oh man. You know, it wasn't disappointing. What? That Deadpool and Wolverine trailer. I refuse to watch it. I haven't watched it. Oh my god! I'm going in blind, Jay. I'm going I, in blind as much as I can. I can't tell you how many times I've watched it. Oh, I'm sure you have, and I I want to watch it, but I'm trying to have discipline. I wish I could have this much discipline with my diet. Yeah. <laughs> in regards to what I'm doing, because I think I just want to go in blind and enjoy it and be surprised. I mean, they didn't so, instead of knowing so because it just feels like it's the Marvel thing to do when they know they're struggling. They're like, okay. We're going back to the well. We're going to go back and we're going to hope that Ryan Reynolds and, you know, breaking the fourth wall, smart alecky. And we're bringing back Wolverine. Everyone loves Wolverine. And I just want to know nothing else. Yeah. I don't, and I, I, I want to be surprised. I really do. So these won't be spoilers, but there's a scene where he fights in front of a destroyed uh, 20th century Fox logo. <laughs> <laughs> I like that part. That's pretty funny. Yeah. So, oh. there there was a lot of very cool stuff in it. I'm so excited for this movie. I, I am too. I'm excited. I just there's something. Maybe I'll break down because what it's coming out in the summer, right? It's the summer. What what point? What's our release date? Um, I think it got pushed to July. Let me pull up my calendar real quick. Because originally it was supposed to be May. Somebody got they pushed it July 26th. Okay. That's an odd release date. What's up with that date? Because you're not a, that's not a major holiday weekend. No, but late summer. I mean, there's nothing really coming out after it, so it, it could get a long run in the theaters this way. No, and I agree. I agree with it. It's just you think that would be your either put it early summer or put it right at you know your Fourth of July release. Yeah. You know? Because Will yeah. Smith doesn't own that holiday anymore, so yeah. Because Fourth of <laughs> July right now, the big ones are Beverly Hills Cop, which is coming out on Netflix, and then Despicable yeah. Me Four. Oh yeah. So, okay. So, how about this? Give me your review. Give me your non-spoiler review of the trailer. I was so excited. I like on the Super Bowl they showed just a small portion of it and said it's now online, and I pulled up my phone and watched it. And then I grabbed my tablet and watched it on a bigger screen. Okay. Lots of little Easter eggs in there, but they don't really show who's in the movie. So Easter eggs, and only Easter eggs that uh, a hardcore fan would recognize, or yeah. Easter eggs that the general audience could recognize. Um, probably more the the hardcore fan. Okay. Like you get, you don't see faces, but you see the background of like the back silhouette shot of the bad guy. Okay. Gotcha. Um, you get the back shot of another character. I I don't want to go into. I I want to wait till you see it and then I'll tell you. <laughs> Should I just break down? Because is it going to spoil the movie? If I no, the trailer? no, it does not. 
because it's gonna is it gonna give away all the cameos that I'm no it, no no cam, no zero cameos are in this trailer no I mean you don't even see the confirmed people like Jennifer Garner or Daniel Radcliffe he's con- he's confirmed he's confirmed that, I thought you said we I thought you said they put out false information so that they we would think that they're in it but no. it was the, it was the tactic of everybody's in this movie. Just so you think everybody's in the movie, but not, they're not re- really not in it. No, like Jennifer Gardner and Daniel Radcliffe have been confirmed. Well, now it's spoiled. Now you spoiled it for me. I can't go see the movie. No, too bad. <laughs> no, the real problem for me is going to be when I go opening day, do I go full family or do I take Aaron first so we can watch it and be like, cover your ears at this point. Don't Don't watch what happens on screen here. You guys, it's too late. Your kids are your kids are scarred, dude. Well, why are you even bothering at this point? <laughs> well, in the first movie, when they go through all the holiday sex scenes, we made them. Uh, we fast forwarded through as much of it as we could without missing anything. <laughs> but that's my point. As much as we could, yeah. <laughs> so they still saw some of it. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> like they didn't see International Women's Day. Oh my god! All right, should we do it right now? Should we do this live for our audience? Should I watch it? Yeah. I, full, did you watch the Red Band trailer or did you watch the official full trailer? Which, which I watched the official I full. I did not watch the, the, the Red Band. Trailer. Here, I'm going to pause it so you can watch it and then I will unpause it Ooh, and we'll keep we'll going. All right. We're, we're back. Are we, are we live? Yep, yeah, we're live. All right. So, Jay talked me into it. I watched the trailer. Thanks for spoiling the entire movie for me. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, that trailer really didn't spoil anything. Um, you saw Pyro, and I'm trying to think. It almost looked like Doctor Doom, to be honest. But I know it's not. But there's a character I'm not sure who it is. And yeah, to... pe- people have wondered that. That was one of the things that came out of it. Um, there was a you shot. Have a clue who it's supposed to be? I we don't know. Okay. Um, there was a shot of a bald-headed woman. You could see from the back. I didn't see a bald-headed woman. Uh, I, I I have to watch it again. I guess. Yeah, that's Cassandra Nova. They've pretty much confirmed she's in it okay gotcha um and then you get Shatterstar at the birthday party i had to watch it again yeah I to, uh, yeah i i missed, I, I missed it too it was a lot of like spoiler articles afterwards that talked about who was in it um and then there's a scene in a bar where you see a guy sitting at it with a wolverine haircut and a white jacket mm-hmm. like patch Patch is uh, the Wolverine alter ego in Mandapore. I'm not familiar with that. Okay. That was from the Chris, Chris Claremont uh, run. I think he created um, like the first regular series Wolverine featured Patch for okay. a, a while. Because that's the name. Isn't that, uh, isn't that the name of Batman's alter ego? No, it was Batman's alter ego he uses. No, he's Matches. He's Matches yeah, Malone. Ma- matches Malone. <laughs> Yeah, okay, never mind. Yeah. Okay. So here, I'm going to do this. Uh, Easter eggs, Wolverine, or sorry, damn it, Deadpool trailer. Guess I might as well go in all the way now. <laughs> Let's see what I can find here. Yeah, but, uh, but it really gave you nothing of the story. Yeah. So there are backgrounds, like um, when he's running through the woods, it's from Logan. Okay. All Marvel movies referenced in Deadpool and Wolverine. I, whatever. I'm like, okay, whatever. So, no, it looks great. It does. Um, 
I like the fact that Tom's in it. We get Tom again. And that, that's his name, right? From Deadpool 2? Um, no, it's... Um... No, it's Tom, isn't it? No, it's no. not Tom. Um, crap, what's the guy's name now? <laughs> Who is this guy? Hold on. With the, the mustache. Um... The, yeah. Oh, it brings up the actual comic book. Uh, I, I'm almost there. Peter. <laughs> what? Peter. Peter. Oh, Peter, you're right. <laughs> Peter was my favorite one. <laughs> yeah. Do you know who I need to know who, if he's in there or not? Isn't it? What's his name? His cab driver. Is oh, his cab driver in Depender? I believe Depender yeah, was in the birthday party. All right, great. Good. If he's not in that movie, come on now. He's well, be. <laughs> I mean, we already lost Weasel. Yeah, I don't know. Why is he blacklisted by her? I don't understand what he did that was so... What did he do that was so bad? Nah, uh, he got me too Is that what... He's yeah. married, though. Okay, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. He is regardless. So, all right, yeah, no, it looks great. We're going to have all kinds of fun with that movie. It's going to be really fun. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, let me see. Uh, let's see, we're done with that one. Done with that one. Talking about Madden Web. Do you have any more articles or anything like that? Um, Matthew Vaughn said if he could, he'd come back to DC movies or he'd move to DC movies with uh, Henry Cavill and do Red Sun. Yeah, I saw that headline. I anything to get Henry Cavill back to the Superman. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 But hey, he's Marvel now, apparently, in an, in an yeah, unknown role. It's, it, rumors Captain Britain, maybe. I that's guess. what. That's just too. That's too easy. That or Doom. I'm seeing both, but Doom keeps getting shot down. Okay. Um, did you watch the X-Men? This. Did you watch the X-Men 97 trailer? I did watch that. Yeah, that was fun. It was yeah, a lot was of fun. Cool. I really liked how they opened it with the the TV, like the old school TV with yep. the the yep. old show playing. Fox Kids, dude. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that was good. Um and then something a little non-comic book, uh Salem's Lot has been pushed another weekend for release. So that's going to be a movie, correct? Yes, and it was supposed to be coming out at the end of the year. Are we doing a part are we doing a two-parter? Are we just trying to do the whole movie in one thing? I think it was just one. Huh. They're going to try to that's a lot to scrunch into one movie there. Yeah, um uh, apparently let, let me find the article it got it got pushed i know that um stephen king was upset about it um there's speculation it could go straight to max oh no um stephen king i'm not sure why warner brothers is holding back sam's lot remake as it's quite good yeah he said it yeah I've seen the new sam's lot and it's quite good um old school horror filmmaking slow build big payoff Nice. Okay. I love the. It's from the seventies, right? I think it's. I think so. Uh, I love that one, man. I, I unabashedly love that one because the look of Barlow is so cool in that movie. He looks so demonic. Yeah. Ugh, so cool. So it was originally supposed to come out Labor Day, twenty twenty two. Got moved to spring twenty twenty three, and they still haven't released it. Interesting. So they're just not confident at all. Yeah. So they might just be going the Batgirl route and saying, nope. I, God, it. I hope not, because I really want to see this. I'd be interested. I don't think I'd go. I'm not going to. I'll watch it on Max, but yeah. Yeah. Huh. 
I'm wondering if he's also upset because if it doesn't actually go out and play, he doesn't get any money. Is that why Stephen King is kind of pissed about not going out? Maybe, but he's at that point where he shouldn't care anymore, right? I I think he's got a stake in it because he's. I think he's working on a lot more of his properties than he used to. Okay. Um, and so if he's got something invested in it, I mean, just for the fact to have it come out to a new audience might get people to read it. Book sales would go up. Um, well, there's your headlines. I don't know if we're going to have time for uh, our topic because I got a lot of homework to go over with you. Okay. Yeah. Let's just go to homework and we can push uh, Book Club Part 2 to the next week. Because yeah, it's, it's already nine. Yeah. I, yep. was, I think we took a lot of time trying to watch the Wolverine trailer. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, Deadpool Wolverine trailer. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I will say this I did a lot of work. Well, no, I did a lot of work. I want to make sure. Maybe we should. We'll talk about it next time if we actually get to the topic. Because I got a big list here. Yeah. That I, I think it'll take a lot of time to discuss. Maybe. I Probably. Don't know. But I, just, I don't have the time tonight to. We can't do a two and a half hour episode. Yeah. <laughs> we just can't. Yeah. So um, I will let you kick off. Okay. Um, in regards to um, what you what you watch, what you read. Okay. Um, first thing I got down. Got a um, little bit, but some of it I'll fly through. Some of it's some of it's rewatch. Okay. okay. Um, I saw Next Goal Wins is on Hulu. I almost pushed play on, but I didn't know if it was appropriate for kids around or not. Is it's it it's fine for Hulu? kids. It is okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's Taika Waititi humor, so they might not get it. Eh, really good movie. Good okay. good story based on real events. Really liked it. Michael Fassbender was great. He usually is. Yeah. So yeah, I recommend it. I'll probably watch it with my family. Now that I've seen okay. it, um, we've already mentioned watching the Marvels. That I enjoyed it. It was, it was a fun movie. It was good having Kelsey Grammer back. That's the only saving grace to that movie <laughs> for me. Yeah, I, I just, I don't want to use the what the kids on the street are saying these days is cringe. A lot of it just it was cringe. It was the the forced humor. Yeah, seemed very forced at times. Yeah, um, I, they kind of wasted Samuel Jackson. I don't think he, maybe he just didn't need to be a big part of the movie, but he just he shouldn't be comic relief. Yeah, you know? that's not what he's there for. Uh, I mean, if anything, you got Kamala there to be the more comic relief to these more serious characters. And then when they went to the planet where they only sang, I was like, come, I get yeah. it a little bit, but ugh, okay, um. I'm trying to decide if Kamala is going to grow on me or not. Her yeah. family's hilarious. I yes. just like the family dynamic. That I could watch all day long because that's like an old school sitcom. That's <laughs> what yeah. it is, to be honest with you. And of course, we get the the, the, the little tease there at the end where she calls um, Kate Bishop. Yep. And we're putting something together. So we're going to get champions is what I'm going to... Young Avengers are champions. I guess we'll go champions, right? They'll probably... I think they're gonna say Young Avengers just to okay. just to capitalize on the Avenger title. So and then, I if you're going Young Avengers, okay. But if you're gonna go Champions, if they're gonna use that lineup from Champions, we gotta get Miles in here some somehow. We gotta get him in here quick. If we're so, gonna try to bounce to that. So that's the problem. I, I think they're merging the two together, okay. and so they could get away without Miles for a while. 
what are we waiting for? Are they just like I don't know? Are I they like would they want to wait till things get so bad where people are just like, all right, I think I'm done. But then all of a sudden they go, wait, 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 one la- we got our one last card to play. Well, I know, I know, we got Fantastic Four, and I, I think the mutants will save them. Yeah, I think people are dying for a really good X Men movie. Yeah. Because when they do it right, it's so damn good. I mean, we all can agree X-Men's really good when they get it right. Yep. Or are they waiting and they're just going to go, I guess, you know what I mean? Miles will be the savior of it all. I I hope they're not trying to do that. I really, because it's not fair to Miles, because if they do Miles wrong, how many people, there's going to be some, me being the the head of them, if you get Miles wrong, I'm going to fucking revolt. mess him up that's how important he is you can't mess him up so i wonder if there's something out there with sony where they can't do it yet maybe they have to wait till after the the next spider-verse drops okay i'm curious i really need to know (laughs) because every other spider-man character is tied up with sony yeah and marvel's had to kind of work with them to to co-produce these movies and to use well, he's Spider-Man Miles. characters. He's not the Peter Parker Spider-Man. But I well, think he... Why call him Miles and not use Spider-Man in the title? Uh, I don't know. I, I You'll have a segment of the population that won't be happy about it. The people that identify with Miles as a black Latino I, I character. Just meant to, I meant just to get to, around the legality of being able to use the character. That's yeah. all I meant by that. I but, just want to be able to see Miles on screen. <laughs> That's all I really want. Oh, yeah. Him. No, I do too. But, I mean, if you have him on screen and you don't call him Spider-Man, there's going to be upset people. Yeah, I guess. Um, I, I don't... How, why would you be upset? We get to see Miles in live, you know, live action. And it, you got to cast it right. You well, can't yeah. mess up on that casting. No, you, you got to write it correctly. Yeah. His story's too amazing. He's too beloved. I, isn't it crazy that he, his character is from what two thousand and ten, maybe somewhere around or there? Is that too long? No, I, I think that's about right. First, here you go. Let's do it. First appearance, of Miles. Yeah. What ultimate Fallout? Yeah. I still remember the date. I want to say it's close to that. Two thousand eleven. All right. 2011 he's this beloved and he's only been quote-unquote alive if i want to say it that way yeah i don't know how else to say it he's so beloved already and you just can't mess him up it it'd be almost like once we get maybe i i don't know i'm trying to think how to compare him in the dc world you can't like if they were to if you want to do something pretty fantastic in the dc world do do but i guess maybe not enough people know of John and Damien. Yeah. But if you did a Super Sons movie or some kind, you can't mess that up. You can't yeah. get that casting wrong for those guys. Oh, agreed. I, that That's exactly what I was thinking of when you said that. So, but Miles, I think, is even more important. I think Miles is such an important character. In a world that's so divisive right now, talk about a character that everybody loves. Who, yeah. there's They've not done one thing with Miles to make him divisive. Yeah. At all. Like... Okay, already John Kent. Regardless of where you stand on that subject of any of it, yep. He's I I love John, but and then Damien, he's he's divisive, but John's divisive. John just is right, it's right. Just, it, it is. Damien's divisive because some people just hate him, but some people just love him to death, right? Yep. Miles, unless you're just a hardcore racist. <laughs> And you're never going to win those people. But 
the general population, he's as, as beloved of the character in the Marvel universe. And maybe not because you can't say MCU because he doesn't exist there yet. Right. But in Marvel comic books, is there anyone that doesn't consider Miles to be beloved? I, don't, I can't think of anybody that would say that. Why would why would you hate? Who hates Miles? <laughs> who? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I can't think of anyone. And I can't think of a bad story. Like, I have not, re- re- I have not read one comic where I go, this is boring. Miles is kind of, I'm, no. Everything that, that he's just interesting. And he's, he's written and the voice you hear in your head is of a kid that you're pulling for all the time. Yeah. And, and the thing is the difference between him and Peter is Peter just got the worst luck in the world. Yeah. And you just know something bad is around the corner. But with Miles, you're like rooting for this kid because he has all the potential in the world. But he doesn't have that bad Parker luck. He doesn't have the Parker luck thing going for him. Yeah, because I mean, in the Ultimate Universe, you could almost say the he had his Peter moment early on, but everything's kind of worked out for him. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just God, he's so awesome. And yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's just go. Man. Yeah. But anyway, sorry, I, I tangented it on. That no, it's all right. I bothered so. No. Um, all right. Next, uh, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Okay. Um, Rogue Nation. That's the one before Cavill, I think. Yes. Okay. This solid movie is as good as the other ones. They're all good, man. Yeah. I enjoy every single one of them. Tom Cruise ran, so I was happy. <laughs> Just get to the Cavill one. Yeah. That, oh, so good. <laughs> that's next. We might do it this weekend if, if timing works out. Um, we watched Thanksgiving with Kaylee. How did you get it? Did you rent it? Because uh, I can't find it on any streaming service. Unless I just, it just popped up and I just didn't notice. It might have just popped up. Because she found okay. it and put it on. Because that's that's one I've got on hold at the library. I'm I'm fighting. I'm chopping at the bit to watch it because it's uh, Eli Roth. Yeah. And it's I've heard nothing but good things. It was a lot of fun. Nice. All right. Cool. For, uh, for someone that doesn't watch a lot of horror. Is it supposed to be silly? Uh, it is. Oh no! It no. Oh, it it's oh, it's no, got. I didn't want it to be silly. It's got your jump scares, but it's got silly moments too. Okay. Like the All beginning right. of it on Black Friday. Okay, gotcha. All right. We, oh, I we, thought that maybe my thoughts of what I had in my head in regards to the setting of the movie, it was supposed to be like Pilgrim times almost. No, no, it's modern. Modern. I know nothing about it. That's, I was going in blind, dude. So okay, all right. The the Black Friday stuff was so silly and fun that we went back and rewatched it with Will, and he <laughs> hates those movies. Nice, that's so. awesome. And also, you're giving me the vibe of a Violent Night where we watched it with Kate, and she was just the kill scenes are so over the top. Yeah, right? but you're like, oh, this was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Now I'm looking forward to that. So, but even you, you don't, you're not the biggest horror fan. I mean, you, you, you enjoy Stephen King stuff, but yeah, this one was this one you liked. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So horror movie that you like. All right. Cool. Yeah. I'm done with it. Um, it's on my list. Trust me. I want to watch it. I, just, I gotta. Figure, you need to remember where you caught it. I gotta gotta find out where I can watch it. I'll I'll ask Kaylee and let you know. Okay. Um, I watched a movie on Amazon Prime. I had saved for a while called Project Almanac. It's from 2020. No, it, no, it might have been earlier than that. We've talked about this before, I thought. It's a time travel sure. movie. Are you sure we didn't talk about this already? Yeah, unless you saw it and told me to watch it. No, I just know with you and your time travel movies. Okay. So, I don't know. I, 
I think you've I think you've told me about it before, but okay, because it's uh, let's see, high school science nerd who dreams of going to MIT when he and his friends find his late father's plans for a temporal displacement device. David can't wait to start tinkering uh, when they finally get the device to work. The teenager teenagers jump at the opportunity to manipulate time in their favor, but their joy is short lived when they begin to discover the consequences of their actions. A butterfly effect, kind of, yeah. Okay, and and I mean it was a lot of fun. It's pretty much a cast of nobodies, although. The little sister in it is from Fall. She's the oh, girl that had the sh- oh, nice. she had the shoe oh, yeah. put inside I see of her. Right there, the yep. Blonde. Yeah. Okay. She was actually uh, Carolina Dean from yep. Runaways. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'm familiar with her. Yeah, probably, yeah. but the movie came out oh, uh, 2015. 15. Okay. Yeah. Um, Didn't get very good scores on Rotten Tomatoes. I'll tell you that. It was it was an interesting movie though. Six point three on IMDb. So. Yeah, kind of one of those math movies. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, middle of the road. Yeah, and I'm I'm a sucker for time time travel, so I yeah, I enjoyed cool. it. Cool. Um, we watched this movie called Level Sixteen with Kaylee. It was weird. I probably wouldn't ever watch it on my own, but it was something she found and put on. It's about this weird society where these girls are kind of bred to be sold to families. And they kind of discover it and fight back and break out of the school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It says this level 16 disturbing. Something about course with her face removed, a team mutilating her own face by slicing through her skin. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. So self-harm and all that stuff. Yeah. Girls in a prison-like boarding school embark on a desperate search to uncover the awful truth behind their captivity. Yeah. Kind of dystopian future type thing. Yeah. So not really for me. Okay. Um, and then this is kind of where I blur between new stuff and stuff we've seen. Okay. Kids want to go through the Hunger Games marathon, so we started with the prequel. We rented it off Amazon. It was not as good as the original series of movies, but it was okay. Have any? Have you or any of the kids read the book? Yeah, Aaron and I have read the books. Um, I think Kaylee's read them all. Will's read the first one. So, but I'm saying, but the pre the oh, oh this new book? No, I don't think any of us have read the new book. Okay, the Ballad Somber. So we have yeah. it here at the house. Birdie, Bird, Birdie got it for Christmas, and I'm still waiting for him to finish it. Yeah. Before I kind of try to crack into it, um, I was just curious, book versus movie. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't expecting much from the movie. If you were to tell me that that's okay, I'll still watch it. It's yeah. Okay, but it, it's okay. Avoid it at all costs. So yeah, so yeah, I'll still watch it. The the other ones are so much better. Yep. So and then for rewatches on movies, I needed something to watch, so I threw on Everything Everywhere all at once again, and it (laughs) held up. And I still love that movie. (laughs) Still love that movie. Yeah. All right. So is that is that is that all your movies? Um, one more. Ready Player One. We rewatched that. Okay. Yeah. It's it's just a fun movie. On Netflix, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I. I. Read something where I think Ready Player Two might get a movie, but I've heard only oh, horrible things about the book. Didn't you read the book? Yes, I read the book. It was so bad. Yeah, see, that makes me apprehensive. So and it, it makes me worried to ever go back and reread the first book because his writing is not great, but I think the nostalgia at the time and when it came out, it was just perfect. Mm-hmm. But if I go back now, it's going to be like, I'm going to kind of cringe through a lot of it. Okay. That, that, okay, so that That's the general consensus I've gotten about the book. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to cut you off from everything you read. Just okay. my time crunch here I got. Yeah. Uh, 
I do want to ask though, because I thought last time we talked, I recommended Superman Smashes the Clan. I have not read it yet. Okay, but did I recommend that to you? Yeah, you did. Okay. I, and at the time, I don't know if I'd finished it. I thought I told you I was about halfway through. Yeah, I think you were. I understand now why everyone recommends it. it it's good. It, okay. I'm not trying to over oversell it or overhype it or anything like that. But man, it, as far as why Superman isn't... If you find someone and says, okay, I want to read comic books. I like Superman. Tell me what books to read. That that whole exercise we've gone yeah. through, right? Yeah. I understand now why people add added this book onto that list. Okay. That's, I, that, and I'll leave it at that. I, I, it's not trying to overhype by any means, but man, I love that book. It's a good one. Really, really good. Um, let me try to go through, uh, my movies pretty quick. Um, because there's one movie on here in particular that might take a little bit more time, I guess, than the rest. Uh, so I just want to try to go through. Okay. So cobweb, uh, let your daughter watch that one. There's nothing too inappropriate about it to like, it it was okay. A couple good jump scares. Okay. Um, but not the best horror movie ever, but I have a, movie for you that I don't think anyone ever talked about. It's a prime movie. I don't think it ever got theatrical release. But and it's not like a formula that hasn't ever been done before. Um what's the one with Edward Norton and uh Gear, Richard Gear? Um Primal Fear. It's got Primal Fear vibes to it. Okay. Okay. It's a movie called Nefarious. Okay. Um, I want to give the guy, I mean, he's a boondock saint. I wish I'd memorized what his real name is. It's not Norman Reedus. It's the other one. Uh, Sean, Sean Patrick, Patrick Flannery. Flannery. Okay. So Sean Patrick Flannery is the main star of the movie. Okay. Yeah. It will never get Oscar contention by any means, but Sean Patrick Flannery is so fantastically brilliant in this movie. It's, and he's not like the best actor ever, right? He's just a guy that, you know, he's from Boondock and we all love yeah. Boondock, right? Yeah. It's one of the best acting performances I think I've ever seen. Better than him in Suicide Kings. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. This guy, he, he knocks it out of the park in this movie. It's not the best movie and I know I'm giving it a lot of hype and I'm I'm just trying to give him the praise yeah. because it's just a great, is it Oscar worthy? Man, it's good. It's good. I don't, it's not, I guess, because it's, it's not so unique to the point where it's never been done before, but I just think he did such a great job. I yeah. highly recommend you watch it. Okay. Highly recommend it. Um, and the funny, the funny thing is the next movie, because Amazon does the whole recommend thing after you watch it. Yeah. I did take one of the recommendations called Johnny Frank Garrett's Last Word. Okay. Um, but and the funny thing is Sean Patrick, Flannery, Sean Patrick Flannery is in that one too. It was okay. It's uh, no, I don't want to say it's okay. It's meh. You know, it's like whatever. It's a movie. It was. It wasn't a waste of time, but I don't know if I'd ever watch it again. Kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Let me see. This one is definitely since we're talking. We've been talking about good horror movies. You'll have to seek it out. I don't know if it's on anything. I got mine from the library. Okay. I understand why it was a hidden gem amongst the YouTube critics that like the horror movies. Mm -hmm. It's one called Talk to Me. Okay. Made by two guys, two brothers that are, they've got a good following on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And this was their directorial debut. And they're Australian. And the main actress just kills it. 
just kills it. She's awesome. She's so good in it. Um, probably went on a little too long. One of those movies that didn't know when to stop kind of thing. Yeah. In one of those horror movies, I put it on the level of an Ari Aster film. Same guy that did Hereditary. Yeah. Um, but you didn't love Hereditary like I did. I think you said you, you were like, it's okay or whatever. Maybe, or did you not like it? I can't remember. No, no. It was good. Okay. Along those lines. Okay. A, 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 a horror movie, but draped inside of a uh, one of those that makes you think. Yeah. Okay. But not to the point where you're like, oh my God, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want a master's degree. I just want to watch a movie, right? Yeah. So that's kind of how I look at it. And then I got two more and then I get to the top two of my list. Of, okay. All right. This is why movies are awesome. <laughs> uh, Mutant Mayhem. Mutant Mayhem. You did not hype that up enough. It was so good. Glorious movie. Music was incredible. On par. My, my, my daughter's like, where's Miles? <laughs> yeah. Because the music was on par with Miles' movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, the art style was awesome. Yeah. Art, the kids' voices were awesome. I like that they went that route. Um, Jackie Chan was okay as Splinter. I don't know. What did you think about that? Like yeah, he, Splinter. Kind of, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I was more into the turtles than I was him. Correct. Same. And uh, the reimagining of April. Yeah. Eh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I could take it or leave it's, it. It doesn't bother me one way or the other. She wasn't my favorite. I didn't hate her, though. Modern but, take on her. I, I, all I'm saying is that the turtles were awesome. Yeah. They were so fun. The movie was fun. Uh, the villain was cool. That's, that was Ice Cube, right? Yes. Sorry. Okay, I'm making sure I'm hearing it right. Yep. Um, the great movie art in the art was just incredible. I love that artwork. That was great. So, what do you do across the Spider Verse or that? Oh, Spider Verse. Spider Verse is going to win out. Right. If you're I, saying which one I like better? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Spider Verse. Because I went Mutant Mayhem over it. Really? You like Mutant Mayhem more than Spider Verse? I did. Um, I don't know. Just Sp- Spider Verse was missing something from the first one. Okay. No, I, I I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. It, it, it didn't, you can't go wrong with either one of them. It was just so different than what we've seen before. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, but the art style, I mean, I could use, if you were to argue to me and say, "Hey, man, this is just a rip off of Spider uh, a Spider Verse, man." I, I'm like, eh, no, it's it's different enough. The artwork's different enough. Yeah. You can see you can tell the difference, but I get I wouldn't begrudge you for making that argument. Yeah, I. I Totally get that argument too, because every cartoons are usually so clean. Yep. And then you yep. got Spider Verse, which, depending on who you were looking at, it was that it was characters would be blurry. Mm-hmm. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, and so the turtles just went for it. And... Yeah. No, I I loved it. I great movie. Yeah. Um, this was a blind spot I filled in just because I wanted it because I was about to leave. Um, Netflix, I think, is what it was on. Uh, Lone Survivor. Did you ever watch that one? Never saw it. If it's still on there, try to catch it before it leaves. Okay. So good. Peter Berg. Uh, yeah. So writer, director, producer, Friday Night Lights. It's definitely Peter Berg style. He has his Peter Berg people usually in his, in his stuff. He kind of work, likes to work with the same kind of people. Yeah. All the time. Um. What a phenomenal story because it's all true true story yeah heartbreaking there are times in this movie jen kind of joined me after the fact of starting it and we both kind of sat down got kind of she got sucked into it yeah it's just it, it certain parts you're just like it, it breaks your heart it, it, it there's a philosoph- 
philosophical debate you have with yourself that we paused the movie and we had the debate amongst us. Yeah. So if it makes a, a husband and wife talk with each other, I always think that's a great sign of a really good movie because that's what makes movies great. You can stop it, talk about it. The whole what would you do, what's right, what's wrong, morals, values, ethics, all these things. Is a good conversation piece. Is it good to talk to your spouse, though? I mean, I've been married yes, 20 years yes, at this is. point. Yes. I know, I know. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, depends on when. It also depends on when, though. Don't talk to when you're trying to watch the game. That's, just leave me alone while I'm yeah. the game. We'll talk after. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, highly recommend. I almost want to read the book because of it, but I think after I watch the movie, maybe I've already seen, I've seen the book basically. But yeah. Then, but whatever. All right. So that leads me to my last two. Okay. I'm going to start with the one that I, I'm so happy that I restarted it and gave it another shot. Yeah. And damn me for not appreciating what I had. <laughs> How about that? Okay. Dune is so good. It is. Dune is, here's the thing. And I think we, I said it to you on text, Denny Villeneuve, and the cinematographer doing these Dune movies with him. Yeah. It is artwork. It is artwork. It is beautiful. The story is awesome. I kind of get where they're saying, hey, Star Wars might have ripped off Dune. It's not. It's not at all. But it's maybe an homage. There's some, or maybe yes. there's some ideas that kind of cross, you know. Well, I mean, cross-sect, but in Tatooine, the Dune Sea is because of Dune. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I get you. So, I again, but I don't think... It's not a direct ripoff. Right. It's not. I, I, I will not buy that for a second. Yeah. Oscar Isaac's amazing. Rebecca Ferguson's amazing. I'm not a big Timothy, Timothy uh, Chalamet. Chalamet fan. But dude, Chalamet was great in this. He was. He's really, really good. We've got freaking Duncan Idaho is probably one of the best names of a movie of an action hero ever. <laughs> I love that name. It's so ridiculous. Yep. I kind of want to go back and watch the old versions of it just to see how crazy they were. Oh, with the it's, bad effects. it's so crazy. Right. There's yeah. so, there's such different films. My biggest critique that I sold you that the episode of the time or our title of this episode, <laughs> what I call it, uh, sand anuses, I think. Y- yes. <laughs> Those sandworms, that's a butthole. <laughs> looks like So I don't know if Denny Villeneuve just has a funny sense of humor. Yeah. Or I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> that was so hilarious. Yeah. And this is not funny. Nothing about this is funny. It's all actually pretty serious. It's a great sci-fi movie. I, I am enjoying this to the nth degree. It made me go, why did I hate this the first time I tried to start it? I don't understand. It's not like it was super slow. I mean, it's a long movie yeah. for part one. Well, and it really will pick up in the second half. And you guys are going to go see it, I'm guessing, this weekend, right? Um, oh, is it, is it's it this? out, right? I thought it came out. Um, let me, or is it next week? I think it's next week. Oh, okay. Then my bad. Let, um, let me see. I got, I got I my calendar. I might go to the theater to watch it. Because I'm, it's so fresh to me that if I wait too long, it might, I might lose some of the dune momentum, I guess is what you say. Yeah. But, Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Great sci-fi. And not too sci-fi that's weird sci-fi. This is just good. Yeah. This is good sci-fi right here. It'll it'll be next oh. week. It is next week. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I can understand if you're saying, hey, this is first week theater worthy. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. It's fun. This was a fun, good sci-fi movie. Beautifully so shot. We saw the trailer for two and Will goes, I still haven't seen the first one. I forgot he wasn't with us the night we watched on HBO. So we're, we'll probably watch it again this week or at least before we go no. to the theater. 
do it if if you guys go on a Friday, I guess. Yeah. It's a long mood to try it on a school night unless they don't have school that next on that Friday. Or maybe go on a Saturday. I think it will be better. I think it'll be so good if you guys go back to back. I think he'll really like it if you go back to back. I don't know if we have anything going on next weekend. If we don't, I could do well, hey, let's watch it on Saturday morning and go Saturday go. afternoon. Boom. Done. That's a great idea, man. That's awesome. Because it got me thinking. So we we did uh, Lord of the Rings that way. Oh, uh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. No, this was dude. It's so good. Oh, so good. that jerk. He's got soccer. <laughs> what a jerk. I know. <laughs> so okay, and then I got my last review for you. Okay. We'll have to wrap. We'll, we'll wrap up after this review. Yeah. Right. Because of how much. I I we'd have to look it up to see what's in competition with it. If Oppenheimer does not win the best picture of the year, something is devastatingly wrong with giving out the awards. Yeah. I But now, mind you, I had still not finished Killers of the Flower Moon. I need to finish that one. I'm still only about 15 minutes into it. I'm not saying it's bad. I just haven't had time. Yeah. Uh, hopefully I'll have it done before our next episode. But, um, wow. Um, What's his name? <laughs> Murphy. Cillian Murphy. Cillian Murphy. Performance of a lifetime. Yes. Very much so. I never, it, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's a thriller, but it gives you the rush of a thriller when it's not. You know what's going to happen. You yeah. know everything about it. It's so well done. The, the, the script, the, how the movie looked, the buildup, just the, the, the supporting cast. Oh, I know. I know. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. Or, I said, oh my God, I can't believe I said that. Robert Downey Jr., if I could say my words right. Yeah. So good. So good. Matt um, Damon was really good. Matt Damon knocked it out of the park. And that's and I think that's his first time working on a Nolan movie, if I remember. He had a role in Interstellar. It was kind of like a cameo where he showed up and you're like, holy cow, it's Matt Damon. Okay. And well, it's... I'm, it's disappointing McConaughey didn't show up in this one. To be honest, yeah. I, I, I like when Nolan uses the same people in this movie. I kind of I would I yeah. enjoy that. Um, and even if they're only in there briefly, I always like that he tries to do that. Yeah. Um, this movie, the the story is incredible, but the the hubris of Oppenheimer and the almost autistic part of him, <laughs> yeah, is is incredible. A flawed character, kind of like Beautiful Mind. Yeah. In regards to you have a flawed character that just doesn't know. He's so smart, it's almost to a detriment to him, you know? Yep. Um, the, the struggles of people, like I said that to myself when I'm watching this, and I think I said to Jen, well, I, she kind of came in and out of it here and there. And I go, what a blessing and a curse at the same time. Yeah. To be able to think on that level where no one, it, it's hard, who, who can relate to you when you think on a level that people just can't comprehend, you know? I just couldn't say enough positive things about this movie. This, this, the uh, the music, music's incredible. Cinematography is incredible. Murphy's defining role of his career. I, although I have not, I still not seen Peaky Blinders. I've heard he's incredible in that. Yeah. Um, I, just, going going so back to his movie. intelligence, it goes to that fact of like a person to succeed needs a balance of book intelligence and street intelligence. Mm-hmm. And because it shows you, he's got the book intelligence, but he doesn't like he wouldn't be able to handle like just hanging out with people. It seems like, in a way, yeah. Um, 
I mean, I don't know. Very, just a very flawed person. Yeah. A flawed person. And at some, t- at some point you might go even a bad person. Yeah. You could argue that. And then, but then just the moral and ethical debate that you would have to have with yourself. Yeah. That internal struggle of this is about, it's, it's the most awful thing that has ever been created, but it was the most important thing to ever be created. Yeah. Because again, the war to end all wars, we still had war after, but man, we still don't cross that line, do we? No. <laughs> We've never crossed that line since. As a species, what I mean by that. And it's just, to be on, to even just be there to see it happen for the first time. Yeah. I, I can imagine was like, because the thing that blew me away, my favorite scene in the movie, it's just one of those things that you needed to be in a theater to really probably get the best effect of it was when the explosion goes off for the first time, right? Yeah. Or basically the only time when they're doing the test, right? Yeah. And it goes off and they focus on the brightness. Like it's super dark, but then of course the brightness of that mushroom cloud, right? It's the aftershock. Boom. It comes flying at like Damon and all those people that were so far away from it. After the boom went through the shack where they did the launch from and it hits you even further away. And that boom just hits people. And I'm like, the power that they unleash with this thing is still unfathomable to us because we were not, we are, we are aware of it, but we just didn't live it. Yep. And the fact that we still, there's no way that you could even try to comprehend it and say, all right, go in this wind booth or something like that and let the wind hit you at a really highest speed or something like that. No, it still wouldn't be able to give you that shocking feeling. Of what it would be, what it would feel like to be hit with that aftershock of that powerful bomb. Oh my God. It was incredible. The, the closest would be when you go to Six Flags and, uh, what the the water ride that goes down? Tidal wave. Yeah. No, and that's not that's not even doing it justice. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> it's, that's like a tenth of a degree of nowhere near it. But maybe the coldness of the water. It's the shock. It's but, the shock of just all of a sudden it's calm, calm, calm. All of a sudden, boom! It hits you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, incredible. I wish I could have had the sound system of the theater to be able to see what have would have been like with that. Yeah. And I guess that's why Nolan movies are all theater worthy. Yeah. At point. You know? Because every one of them is an event. Yeah, I think you're right. I, well, and I think what really did it justice too was jumping back and forth in the timeline, where yeah. it's the hearing, mm-hmm. and then as he's explaining, you get experience what he's explaining. Yep, yep, uh, brilliant way to do it. Yeah, wouldn't wouldn't have changed the thing. Would not have changed the thing. Yeah, no, no negative things for me. So. My question to you then turns into from what you know of for their kind of up for the running for best picture this year. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else on that list that you kind of thinking eh, that might be our sleeper? Cause here's what happens with a Nolan movie. It's obviously the best movie of the year. Yeah. He never wins it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Th- this so might be the one. Takes it. This might you be the one. So? It deserves it. And he's at the point where they got to like make up for past movies. Kind of like Den- I mean, Denzel is, winning is he it. It's a level of like, uh, who was was it? Scorsese that didn't win one for a really long time, and all of a sudden he won it. Or I think so. That? I think it was. Like you had to find something. You had to you had to award this guy. Yeah, you know, because he didn't win anything until what The Departed. I think you might be right. Yeah. Okay, so I need to type in twenty four to the best picture twenty. Yeah, it'd be. Okay, I just want to see. I want to see the uh, nominees. Um, the holdovers are one of them. 
see I, it. This movie's better. The Holdover is, is. I love that movie. Yeah. And I, I, I wouldn't be upset. Well, I would be upset. God, you put up his performance in The Holdovers versus uh, Murphy in this one. Oh, I know. Oh, oh, dude. Yeah. I don't know, man. Oh, wow. All right, well, here you go. Maestro is up for it. Killers of the Flower Moon. So you always got to worry about um, Leo. Winning yeah. One. Barbie. I, I can't believe Barbie's up for Best Picture, really. That's Best Picture nominee. Well, you got to remember they expanded Best Picture to kind of include some of the the more fan-favorite box office movies. Let's see. The Holdovers, which we both love. Past Lives, we both got to watch that. I think that's an A24, by the way. Okay. Um. Oh, and hey, that one movie, that, that Talk to Me, that's A24, by the way. Okay. Uh, let's see. Poor Things. This is the one I'm worried about. Poor Things is the one that's going to be the darling of these of the Hollywood elite that love these artsy-fartsy movies where they're doing weird shit on the movie. Yeah. And it's that Yorgos Lanthimos director, the guy that did Killing of a Sacred Deer and The Lobster. Yeah. Did you ever watch those? No, I didn't. Garbage movies garbage this guy's as bad as the guy that does the northman stuff Ooh. those two guys should be best friends <laughs> they, they make garbage movies yeah oh. uh, the zone of interest that one i'm worried about possibly taken away uh from oppenheimer i don't know anything about anatomy of a fall uh american fiction i'm gonna want i'm thinking what's his uh God, what's jeffrey his wright uh, yeah i'm thinking he might take uh, best actor gotta watch it I uh, yeah i heard it's amazing um but then oppenheimer that I, mean, I, I the problem with predicting what's gonna win best picture is it's always the it's the one that you know should probably win but they're gonna come in and get you on one that you're like uh, really okay whatever fine yeah i just don't i don't think oppenheimer's gonna win just because they don't want to let it win <laughs> they don't want to let the best picture win they just mm. don't yep because <laughs> I will argue to the death with you that I know you love that movie so much, but The Whale was a better movie. Yeah. <laughs> it just was. It was a better movie. <laughs> Rewatchability, uh, though. I know. We'll never agree on that. I love that. I know. Agree on it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's great. It's great. So, all right. There you have That was my last review. I just, I just, I wanted to give that a glowing review. And I think, uh, the only other one on the list that's probably readily available, I think, is Past Lives. I think you can get that on a streaming service, I believe. Okay. I'll have to look into that. And then I'm going to ask that you watch Poor Things. I don't want to. I watched The Lobster. I watched Killing of the Sacred Deer. It's your turn to watch a Yorgos Lanthimos movie. Okay. <laughs> and take, take one for the team. Okay. I'll do that. <laughs> and here's the thing. I know you're going to like it because it's going to be so stupid weird. You're like, I like the weird. Yep. <laughs> That's what you're going to say. It probably will. I know. It kills me. It kills me that you do that. <laughs> so all right that then that's it i know you probably got some books I, but let's let's tackle those next time all right um, here i'm gonna for next time i'm gonna throw one at you okay it's a two trade rick remember it's called a righteous thirst for violence righteous thirst for violence okay it's about a guy who goes on the dark web and finds out about this uh murder and yep. he goes and prevents it and how it just kind of ruins his life Give me one second. It's gotta see if this is available. It's eleven right, issues. Uh, a, righteous, uh, a righteous thirst for violence. So, I have a deluxe edition. Uh, let's see. I don't think I need a deluxe edition. Uh, right. 
It might have the the full eleven issues in the deluxe. Is that what you think it is? Yeah, well, I think a, so. And that's a um, ebook, so I can probably get that ebook. But I always prefer the paper if I can get yeah. a copy of the paper. I can get it. I got it. Hold on. All right. And there's only one copy in the entire St. Louis County and St. Louis City <laughs> library system. I got the one copy coming my way, dude. Nice. All right, so there's that one. It looks like um. God dang it, Jay! My brain is just—it's just. We need to stop doing this so late at night. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange is a sidekick. What's his name? Wong. Wong. That's, is that supposed to be Wong? No, it's not. But I had Did it you in see the what I'm looking at here, right? Yeah. Yes, I had it in the car, and Will goes, "Why is Wong on this comic?" I go, "It's not Wong." <laughs> so, you're, so your boy's got my back. All right, I like it. I well, like he, the fact that your boy's got my back. On he it. goes, "Are you sure it's Wong? Are you sure it's not Wong?" I said, "No, it's not Wong." Are you saying it's every Wong, Asian dude. person looks it alike? <laughs> Okay. I I called him racist. He looks just like him. I know. He looks exactly like him on this cover, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Your son is not. Don't no, I care. know. I know. <laughs> I I do that to him all the time, though. Nice. Oh, that's hilarious, dude. So, hilarious. um, it's it's a quick read. It's not like a lot okay. of remember books that have a lot of like dialogue in it. Sure. So. Okay. Cool. I enjoyed uh, I'll it. Check it out. I got it. I got it. I, I've got it on hold. Uh, I set the way from the ship it from the other branches, and I'll, I'll pick it up and check right. it right back before next time. But I would like to try to assign us both homework that we uh, both get uh, Killers of the Flower Moon knocked out. Okay, right. I'll try to knock it out. But yeah. the problem is, I don't think you can do it as background. You're gonna have to find time. Yeah. yeah. And that's what sucks. Yes, it does. <laughs> it sucks bad. So, all right, man. That's all I got for you this week. Until okay. Next week. All right. Talk to you later. See, See you. you. Thanks for listening. You can find us on our website, nerdcast.com. It's N-Y-R-D-C-A-S-T. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching at Nerdcast. The intro music is The Other Side by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, a Mad Dog remix made by Madeline Tierney. This week's featured song is Crash by Streets to Ourselves.